0: Happy New Year, kids and heroes, and welcome to our Film Effect Favorites End of the Air special right here on the Film Effect Podcast, where we give movies the full effect deep dive for the Film Effect Archive. Once again, the gang's all here. We've reassembled in order to deliver our top 10 favorite films of 2022, as well as revealing our collective Film Effect Top 5 at the end of the podcast. Let's get on with the countdown. I'm Ed.
1: I'm Jocelyn.
2: I'm Andrew. I'm Justin.
0: And I'm still Corey. And these are the films we call our Film Effect favorites. Dr. Mingus.
3: But when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call, it's a warning.
1: I will not accept that I do not deserve.
3: I am Omelette the Bad Wolf. I'm King of the war
2: raven, and I am his vengeance. You came here to kill me, so do it.
3: Maybe so, sir, but not today.
0: I'm vengeance. Now, the way this works is we're gonna take turns going round robin on each of the numbers, going from ten to one. And then I'll be keeping track of everyone's entries and we'll reveal our collective film effect top five favorite films of 2022 at the end of the episode. Um, see, like I told you guys, if my list was kind of big or er, because, <laughs> you know, it's top 10, but I actually composed the top 20 list. I saw a lot of movies this year and um, a lot of good ones, some OK, but enough to warrant a top 20 um you know just like i told you guys it's a top 10 so i'm just gonna do my honorable mentions just spitball the 20 through 11 real quick get them out of here uh without any conversations number 20 for me is jackass forever number 19 is prey 18 the black phone 17 bodies 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 which i just watched earlier a 16 bones and all 15 scream 14 barbarian 13, Crimes of the Future. 12, Top Gun Maverick. And 11, Clerks 3. Kicking off the list, number 10 for me. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. I watched this on Friday. Shout out to Disappointment. Didn't disappoint on the Netflix account. Thanks, Justin. And uh, I really like this movie. I mean, I'm a big fan of the original Knives Out. Um, Just... Justin don't even speak on this one it's Ryan Johnson I know how you feel already
2: yeah I mean I haven't seen it I don't have
0: anything to say about it okay okay uh, no I really enjoyed this I'm, I'm not quite sure if I like, liked it more than the first one or not but it's up there um, I, I, I still think that Daniel Craig knocks it out of the park as Benoit Blanc uh, he's the highlight for sure of this movie and I don't know, I just love the whole all-star cast that Ryan Johnson uh, has going for all these movies. It's like every each of the two movies have their own distinctive cast. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to what he's got up his sleeve for the third film and who all he's going to, you know, pull out and, and bring into this murder mystery type of atmosphere. I'm kind of hoping that he brings in Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Even though he does cameo the first two films, including this one in a really funny running gag. That's what it does. There's a bunch of running gags in this movie too, I noticed. But overall, I really did enjoy it. I don't know if anyone else watched it, but uh, yeah, it was definitely Yeah, enough. it was good. Yeah, so it was nothing more at my number 10, so...
1: So I wanted to mention, there's three movies that I haven't seen this year. uh, Avatar, uh, Werewolf by Night, and Vengeance. There are three movies that were on the top of my list that I just didn't get a chance to see. So I'm sure they would be in that, you know, somewhere. Um, Honorable mentions, I just wanted to say. uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. uh, See How They Run. uh, Rescue Rangers. Lightyear and then uh everything everywhere all at once so those i tried to do like at least like five honorable mentions in there um my number 10 is going to be the northman um i know it was like in my top five earlier in the year but uh just seeing a lot of other things that i've liked more and i think i think that coming out in january probably had a lot to do with it too because it's kind of like stale for me already like april it's was it april Mm mm-hmm I thought it was January. Oh, okay. No, it was April. Never mind. April. <laughs> it's but right. still so earlier still in the early. year. Yeah, it was still the yeah, first quarter-ish. And, and I just feel, I mean, it's a great movie, but it's definitely, like, we actually bought it when it came out instead of renting it, and but we haven't touched it since then. So, um, so, I definitely think it makes the list, but I, you know, I like it better than the other honorable mentions that I mentioned, and, you know, my list basically just goes on with what movies I would like to watch again so that's that's number 10 for me the northman all right Andrew.
0: my
4: number 10 is ticket to paradise because nothing Jesus. says chick flick quite like george fucking clooney again a man and his ex-wife raced to Bali, indonesia to stop their daughter from marrying a seaweed <laughs> farmer because oh, god Jesus forbid Christ. you marry a seaweed farmer all right fandango gave it an 87 Rotten tomatoes gave it a 57 Box Damn. office is one hundred and seventy one million dollars. I have no idea what the budget was because I don't care. All right. But it, it, it says here people ask if it's on Hulu and it is not.
0: So, <laughs> force closure. Useful for information. Force closure. My brother's only seen like three or four movies this year, but I, I just didn't Catchy have bored. the heart to. I didn't have the heart yeah. to tell me couldn't come onto the podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> he, he and, needs <laughs> to watch movies when you're on a movie podcast, know, especially right? when Potation. you're my brother. You know, to keep tradition going. You know. Of course, it's gonna fuck with my collected top five at the end of the episode, but I'll make 2
4: I've
2: seen four of them.
0: <laughs> that they're not even guaranteed to make the list. So, all right, uh, Justin.
2: Um. Yes, I'll just start off by saying, it, I this top ten are not top ten movies I love. Like, I, I just didn't see that movie. That many new movies that I love this year. Um, more than a handful of them I either loved or, or liked a lot. And this, the last four, I, there's an asterisk next to all of them. But um, just in the interest of making a top 10. Um, and number 10, I went back and forth on. Uh, I, nope didn't make the list, but Nope could have been number 10. Um, I actually like it better than the movie that I picked, which is The Whale. was not a fan of the movie, but Brendan Fraser's performance is as good as everybody says it is
3: mm-hmm.
2: and the makeup and effects that went into transforming him it's just extraordinary like it's a must-see kind of thing even though the script is god awful uh which is a shame um and i was just excited to get a new darren aronofsky film so um those couple of things put it over the top when it probably doesn't deserve to be in the top 10.
5: fair enough all right yeah so first i want to put uh just a note there's several movies i haven't seen uh that you know obviously could very easily make my list so movies like the whale um, I don't know if Avatar would make my list, but I haven't seen Avatar. I haven't seen Amsterdam, which I'm excited about. I know that just hit streaming. Yeah, mine, yeah, so me I'll watch neither. that. I soon.
0: saw that on HBO and uh, Max now. So I I, I've been, yeah. I, didn't get to watch it today, unfortunately, but I did want to watch it. To, this I, When it's my turn for number nine, I'll reveal my movies that didn't make the list because I haven't watched them yet. But go on.
5: Yeah. So like that could very possibly make it. Um, don't Worry Darling is another one that I haven't gotten around to that could very well have made my list. So there's several. So if you don't hear something on here, uh, you know, it could very well be different within the next month or two by the time I've seen some of those. But anyway, I have a few honorable mentions uh, that just didn't quite make it. Uh, one is uh, Turning Red. Uh, I thought it was a fun movie. I like the whole allegory that was going on. Uh, and I like the whole 90s boy band uh, throwback in that film. Um, uh, my next one is Bob's Burgers. Uh, just a huge fan of the show. The movie is just more of the show. So if you like the show, you'll like the movie. Um, my next one is probably the biggest surprise of the year, and that's Werewolf by Night. I did not expect to like that thing as much as I did, and it was really good. I actually watched it a couple times uh, around the holiday or Halloween season. So yeah, Jocelyn, you should definitely give
0: that That's a the watch. Second it time is... I've heard that name yeah. mentioned. What the hell is it?
1: Oh well, for sure, it's a it's, a it's Disney like a Mars movie. Yeah. oh, it's, it's that like one
0: Okay,
5: is that even a it's movie? It's really good though. Is it a movie
1: though? It's yeah, it's, it's an, directed. It's an hour and, it's and a half a short,
5: long. Yeah, it's a sh- like it's shortish, and it's mu- it's directed by um, uh, what's his name? Michael Giacchino. He's like normally a composer. Uh, but he's actually directing, okay. and it's really good. Surprises the hell out of me. Definitely has 50s or 40s monster movie throwback. Definitely, you can definitely tell he's a huge fan of Universal Monsters, so uh, that alone makes it worthwhile if you like those type of movies. And my last one is Black Phone. I, I would say I liked it, but I was slightly disappointed, but it was still really good. Not as good as Sinister, but Black Phone, very solid, just barely missed. And my number 10 is probably my biggest what the fuck movie of the year, because I had no idea going in, and that's Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> that movie just, like, beat the door down on me. I loved the movie. It's like a tale of three acts. I had no idea where the movie was going the whole time. Yeah, me either. Um, Justin Long was just so much fun. I loved the misdirect with Skarsgård in the beginning of the movie. I thought, uh, that's a good nod for horror fans, because you're expecting one thing, and then you get something completely and totally different, and then by the end of the movie, it's just the very end is just this knockdown, drag out like brutal ending so uh yeah it barbarian definitely made my list it was definitely one of the most uh fun experiences i just was looking forward to what was going to happen next so that easily made number 10 all right
0: on the number nine uh before my number nine's revealed uh so yeah some movies i haven't seen yet uh obviously there's a bunch you know it's award season so i'm not gonna get to them all now um that said babylon um quite very possibly made my list had i've seen that um same goes for amsterdam uh i think the biggest one that i've yet to see yet and funny thing is i own the movie i just haven't gotten around to watching it yet that i think is probably going to make my list uh when i eventually do see it is pearl haven't seen pearl yet i'm kicking myself because i love x so much but uh, I do own it. And I'm surprised I, you didn't watch Pearl. I, just, I, I thought you owned it. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I, I bought <laughs> it a few weeks ago, but I just haven't. God, dude, I have bought a lot recently, too. Not only that, like I've just there's so much to watch and I should have prioritized better. I mean, I just watched Nope for the first time a few weeks back, you know, wasn't a fan of the movie. It's why it's not on my list. Spoiler alert. But, you know, I I, find, I did see it. But, uh, yeah, so there, those are, the, are probably the ones off the top of my head that because i've seen a lot this year I, I i did a pretty good job i think of, of keeping up with most of the movies um especially after today playing uh, catch up with a few of them but anyway number nine for me is the batman um this was so good this 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 movie was a treat i still remember you know going to see it opening night by myself and just being in awe over it and just it was totally not what i was expecting and i just everything from colin farrell's makeup effects to the acting to the the noir feel the opening you know it's 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 not gonna lie it's it's got some really creepy moments especially that scene where like you don't know where batman's gonna emerge from on halloween night and all of a sudden he shows up at the subway there's like a bunch of situations where he could appear but he doesn't and then finally he does and like his entrance is so goddamn legendary and and there's so much to talk about you know i know we tried making an episode out of it earlier this year don't worry it's it's in the cards for this coming year but uh (laughs) Pro, pro, spoiler alert probably around the one year anniversary hint hint but yeah the batman is definitely my number nine um yeah just like again i just want to mention there's just so many good movies that came out this year and this is one of many so
1: um okay so my number nine is uh fantastic beasts the secret of dumbledore um I'm just a huge Harry Potter fan, huge Fantastic Beasts fan. Um, I've literally been waiting all year to watch this movie and I literally just turned it on today to watch it. Um, So uh, I just like this. I, I like seeing like the prequel to like the Harry Potter movies. So like when Harry Potter was over and I found out, you know, Fantastic Beasts was coming out, it was just like something to look forward to. Exciting. Um, and I just, I, I like the actors. I like the storyline and everything. And, and my kids enjoyed it. And I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about it. I just, I like this Jocelyn, movie. What
5: did you have an issue with the fact that uh, they replaced Johnny Depp? Because that kind of bothered actor.
1: me. I You know what? I have to say, for... I don't know. So watching it today, I felt like... I can't remember the newer actor who plays Grindelwald. Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like he did it. He, he played the role better in a way. I'm not going to say that Johnny Depp didn't. But, you know, finding out that, like, uh, Grindelwald and, like, um Dumbledore were actually, like, a couple, like, together. They were in love in, you know, years past. Like I, I can't imagine him and Johnny Depp's Grunewald like that, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I could, I. It's more believable with this actor, so I kind of, a... I kind of got it. You know, got it a little bit more.
5: No, I, I get you. I actually liked him too, but I thought it. I don't know. It was just weird seeing a different actor. But I completely forgot I watched that movie. My wife's a huge Harry Potter fan, so I watched it with her. I totally forgot that even came out this year. And yeah, I, watched it.
1: I mean, I had to look at... Well, I, I tried to take my daughter for her birthday. And she was like, no, I don't want to go to the movies. I just want to go to Red Brick. And I was like, okay. So that's what we did. Um, But yeah, I forgot it came out this year. I had to look it up because I was like, did it come out this year or late last year? Yeah, I, I totally thinking, thought like, it was merciness. last year it came out. Yeah, I was thinking Christmas or something, but yeah, it was, it was, I'm pretty sure it was, I think it was like within the same week as the Batman, actually, it was in March. So it yeah, was. but I'm glad I finally got to watch this movie. Um, You know, I mean, it, I feel like it kind of left us on a cliffhanger. I don't know if they're going to do a fourth one, which I think would kind of be, you know, a little excessive with, for a prequel, but, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot. So that's my number nine.
4: My number nine is The Invitation it is so after the death of her mother and having no other known relatives evie does, takes a dna test and discovers a long-lost cousin she never knew she had don't let the fact that rotten tomatoes gave it a 25 percent right the budget is 10 million and the box office is the 33 million okay that's just math but the people ask and and, and, and the,
0: neglect the fact that it's it's a total ripoff of the hunger I know the what movie you're talking say? about. It's, okay, it's, so it's, a, it's a blatant ripoff of The pe- Hunger.
4: People tend to ask, is the invitation 2020 about vampires? And I look here and it says it's inspired by Dracula. Nothing that I just read has anything to do with Dracula, but you should give it a chance. That's my number
2: nine film. <laughs> 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 um, my number nine is um, again a movie I didn't love, but I did have fun watching it. Michael Bay's Ambulance
5: whoa i'm surprised by that (laughs) answer nobody's
2: more surprised by that than me um yeah i don't know it it was just a dumb fun movie switched off my brain it was too long as most michael bay movies
5: are. oh god it was way too long i remember sitting there thinking that
2: um and the drone shots were terrible which was like the main (laughs) selling point
1: <laughs> he just zooming into the ground. Yeah, like,
2: like, I was all excited to see, like, Michael Bay with a drone, and he had absolutely no fucking idea what to do with those drones. Um,
5: <laughs> no. He's just like, get out of here. Let me fly that bitch. <laughs> that was the ground. main reason I
0: wanted to see that movie, too, was the drone shots. Oh, no, absolutely. I was, I was I underwhelmed remember. myself.
5: It might
2: have been the first one. It, like, starts at the top of a building and zooms and down goes And goes downward.
0: Yeah, weird. I know what you're talking about.
2: As it's zooming down, you can see the cars on like either the light, the right or left side of the screen, coming in the frame, and the you know your thought is that you're going to swoop down this building and into the oncoming traffic with the cars, and it just cuts on like floor thirteen at some fucking point. It's like, what was the point of that? It it just really bad drone shots, but it was just a fun um, car chase movie. I, I like a good car chase movie. And, uh, you know, it's delivered on that front. So, it, again, not an enthusiastic endorsement, but that was my number nine. Oh, and by the way, we're talking about the movies we didn't get to see, Amsterdam, despite the abysmal reviews that received, is maybe one that could have ended up on my list had I seen it. And um, Avatar, I, I was really hoping to have seen Avatar by now, um, but just haven't gotten to it.
0: We're gonna, that's right, I haven't seen Avatar either, but I doubt that would have made my list. But We're supposed to go see that eventually. We'll get to it.
5: Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, like, Amulets didn't make my list, but I did like it, and it was just such a throwback. Like, it just felt like an early 2000s action-type movie with drones. Like, that's what it felt like to me. Like, it, it was nice just seeing a throwback to a bygone era. You don't really see too many movies like that anymore. So, yeah, I respect that pick. <laughs> So, um, anyway, my number nine is another one that really surprised me. I, I knew I would probably like it, but I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to going in and that's bodies, bodies, bodies. I have watched this movie three times in the past like <laughs> couple months, uh, since it came out on, um, Blu-ray. I, I forget when it came out, but, uh, fairly recently. And I love the film. I, I love the whole setup. I love the banter between the girls. I love the ending. I think the ending is hilarious. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Pete Davidson. I did like King of Staten Island that he was in. So, uh, you know, I I don't think he's terrible in everything. And I think he's used perfectly in this film. I think if you were going to tell me Pete Davidson was in a film, this is exactly how I would imagine how you would use him. Well, so the whole movie, I, I just love. I love Lee Pace in the movie. Like, it just feels spot on. I just love the satire. I think it's done pitch perfect. I think the tone is spot on and it's entertaining and there's lots of little things to go back and rewatch while doing it so i think it's just such an original movie in the horror uh genre so yeah bodies 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 definitely worth checking out especially if you like your horror just a little bit different with some uh comedy and satire thrown in
0: yeah like i said that was one of the three movies i watched today and in fact that was the last one i watched before uh we started recording so it's fresh on my um it was my number 17 in the end uh it'll probably go higher in, uh after i rewatched it a couple times because uh really enjoyed it uh the the, the whole social commentary banter and i, I like the way like they, they were talking to each other like i just felt so old watching it uh but oh yeah lee pace he was like my mvp for the movie for the longest oh, time Oh, i love lee pace he was great yeah uh, and you're, you're right on the money with, with, uh, Pete Davidson and, and that ending is fucking hilarious. You're right.
5: I did not see that shit. Neither
0: <laughs> did I,
3: so, <laughs> I. won't spoil it. No, God, no. God,
0: it's good. So uh, the movie, I, I went into that as blind as I could. I saw the first trailer and that was pretty much it. And like, I'm glad that I didn't spoil it for myself because everyone kept talking about how good Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was. And I'm like, I really need to watch this food, this film before I do a top 10 list. It would just feel wrong if I didn't do it. So I made sure I rented it today. And uh, I'm glad I did. Uh, anyway. Number 8 now. Uh, my number 8 is X. A movie that was much higher on my list earlier this year. But I just saw so much. Because it came out so early in the in the year. This was another film that came out in March. And um. Yeah. It,
5: it, it, it's.
0: I, I ranted about it. On an earlier episode of Fewer Cast already. But um, there's just so much. Hey, you
5: did like a special recording. I remember. I did because I
0: was just so like I wanted to talk about the movie because I just came back from seeing the uh, the midnight screening of it because I went by myself because no one else wanted to see it and I was just fuck it I'm going and it just it's a, the perfect throwback to a like a like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh type movie and the the way it's shot and just just a lot going for it. It really. I don't know. I, I think I'm the only person here who has seen it. No? Corey? No, I've seen okay. it.
2: What, X? No, I've yeah, I've not
0: seen it. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did see Justin. Okay, so maybe I'm not. But I really did enjoy it. So yeah, number eight is uh, X. Jocelyn, this is the part where you come in and unmute your mic.
1: Yeah, I was talking. And, <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, my number eight is turning red. Um, I really like this movie. Uh, it's honestly probably the most like watched movie on my list, just because. Um, Nola really, really loved this movie. She like kind of outplayed it when it first came out, like a lot um so it was constantly on disney plus but um i don't know i just i think it's cute um like Corey was saying like the 90s band like throwback and stuff so it kind of reminded me of like i was never really like into boy bands and stuff but like uh you know just kind of reminded me of like growing up and stuff like that 90s kind of you know style and theme and everything um It's just it's a really good movie i think it's really good for younger girls to watch too um a lot of you know disney movies don't really touch base on some of the stuff that it touched base on especially like the relationship with her mom and everything and and how you know young girls kind of like emotionally change as well as you know physically and everything so um i just really like this movie it's it's good so that's my number eight
4: my number eight is troll
0: what? Wait, no, wait. Troll? That's, that's a 1986 movie.
4: Nah, it's a December 1st, 2022
0: film. <laughs> oh, on the it's contrary. It's got an 89% so
4: Andrew's not seen on it recently. Rotten
2: It came out in December, so Andrew has not seen it recently.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. That's what it is. My apologies. So it's
2: got an 89% on
4: Rotten Tomatoes. When an ancient troll is awakened from Norwegian Mountain, a ragtag... rats. <laughs> What the fuck a ragtag, a ra- Norwegian, from Norwegian.
0: Norwegian,
4: <laughs> Norwegian? Hey, dude,
1: Norwegian, Norwegian,
4: Norwegian. Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it
0: again in slow mo. I love it. Norwegian. Netflix.
4: Go watch it on Netflix. Something about Jurassic Park in the comments, uh, and it's got a bunch of people I've never heard of. <laughs> 89 on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't let her fucking fail. Jurassic you. Park in 89. the comments.
2: What comments? <laughs>
0: You know the comments. Come on, core. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, Justin.
2: Uh, so my number eight, and this was a surprise to me, is "Prey," the uh, Predator movie. Yeah. I um, I had zero expectations going into this. I'm not a huge fan of the Predator franchise. I like the first one. I'd never seen the second one until the day I watched "Prey." I watched "Prey," and then afterwards I was like in a predator mood so I went back and watched predator 2 which I really like predator 2 is so good
0: predator 2 is so underrated and rivals the first one
2: I just remember when it it came out it just got like awful reviews and nobody went and saw it so I just took that as an indication that it wasn't very good and I just never caught up with it all Mm. these years for whatever reason
0: that's really Um, fucked up
2: (laughs) yeah I did fuck up because it's really you know I, I wish I had been watching it all this time but um yeah Prey so you know, like I said, I didn't really like any of the Predator stuff after that. Um so I just didn't really wasn't excited at all for this and was surprised. And and I understand. I saw maybe the three or four days after it was it, it came out. What was it? It was on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah, and like I just saw people raving about it, and I'm like, and that's not always a, a sure sign for me. Um, but I was like, all right, it just got me curious. I was like I gotta see what this is all about. And I ended up really enjoying it. So uh, that was my number eight for the year.
5: Yeah, that's one I haven't watched either. I don't have a Hulu account, so I gotta go back and watch
0: it. Oh, I thought I don't
1: you... have a Hulu account. I have yet. a Hulu
5: account, brother. Shit.
1: Honestly, I forgot all about Prey. That probably would have made my list if I had remembered it. Like I ha- and, like Boy, I said, like I hate up. Predator, but that movie was really fucking good.
5: Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see that and Hellraiser, but as I already used a free trial a while back, and I'm, I was like, eh, I'm not paying for another streaming thing.
0: I understand. No, for I I pay for Hulu, so I'll hook you up with my password. All right, cool. I'll send it to you anyway, right now.
5: Anyway, speaking of streaming, my number eight I watched on Paramount Plus, and that was Jackass Forever. Uh, just such a throwback. I it just took me back to the days of when we would watch Jackass on MTV go out and do dumb shit in a shopping cart or jump off of something or try to (laughs) skateboard because none of us really could skateboard that well. And uh, yeah, it just, it took me back to, and then watching like the second and third one, 3D one in theaters. uh, It was just so fun. I mean, was it, you know, was it highbrow? Was it anything unexpected? No, but it had some good skits. It had some uh, ones that looked like they really hurt in there. Uh, and it just took me back to a different time. It it was just cool seeing all the guys back. I was a little disappointed Bam didn't end up being in it. I I know there was issues with that. I was pumped when I heard he was but I heard he was there and then there was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole thing going on. So it was disappointed. But what by the way, I did watch a thing Vice did about Bam recently. So that was kinda interesting.
0: He ain't doing so hot.
5: Oh, I know he's not. He looked terrible anyway um yeah what jackass if i told forever. you that
0: was from like three years ago
5: oh i know that shit i, I, I mean I know
4: no, they, it wasn't they did a re-edit of it
0: i know that i know they did but, but a lot of the stuff is still like you know like them visiting him in spain his son being born for the first time like that was years ago he's he's done he's a lot worse now
5: well i mean i know i like i've heard the stories like i, I mean anybody who has substance abuse issues that isn't going sober is going to have issues so it's no surprise but um anyway yeah i don't want to delve too much into that so jackass forever just a good time if you like jackass oh, yeah what are you waiting on you're gonna love it it's gonna throw you back to that time if you don't like that then yeah don't bother with it <laughs> pretty simple one but yeah jackass forever number eight
0: yeah it's great i took my 14 year old daughter with me to sit in the theater that was awkward <laughs> that's all I'm, <laughs> that's Yeah, all I wouldn't i'm gonna do that. say um <laughs> other than that it was a great film uh number 9 seven now number seven the northmen uh another film just like josh i'm surprised it's that low well i was about to say uh it was, it was a lot higher earlier this year but a lot's come out since then you know it came out in april like i said before and um same thing with uh uh x you know a lot's come out since those days and uh Nothing against these movies. I'm still happy they made my top 10 in the end. That's all that matters, really. But, uh, yeah. The Northman is just not... You know, I love myself a good Vengeance movie. It's one of my favorite genres of film. But uh, I'm a sucker for them. But this was different. This this had layers. This did things that I wasn't expecting it to do. And I'm a big fan of Robert Eggers. And, um, obviously, this was his... You could tell that there was, you know, I'm still surprised that Universal gave him $80 million to make this movie, and you can see it all on screen, but, I, I don't know, I wasn't expecting everything that we got kind of taken back by it all, maybe that's why it's not higher on my list, but, uh, overall, though, the movie's just, everything I expected it to be, and, um, Yeah. Hopefully we get to cover it on this uh, podcast one day, sooner than later. Because I, I would love to talk about it for a while. So yeah, Northmen. In the meantime, is my number seven of
1: 2022. Um, so my number seven is gonna be Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Um, you know, I'm. We've said this before. I'm like probably like the biggest Marvel fan on in this podcast. i would like diehard Marvel fan, but. I was, Easily. Yeah, I was like really disappointed with Marvel this year. Um
0: You weren't alone. Huh? So you're not alone. Everyone was apparently.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I mean, how do you live up to Endgame and you know Infinity War and stuff? But um uh I'm excited for uh what's to come next year especially guardians of the galaxy but um but i you know a lot of people didn't like multiverse of madness um i really love wanda's whole story uh wanda like my favorite show on disney plus so i enjoyed it because you know you kind of got to see what kind of happens after the show and you know kind of go go on and see how that ends and everything but, um, you know, it's, it's Sam Raimi, and a lot of people, I think, didn't like it because they hadn't seen a lot of what Sam Raimi had to offer, and they, he definitely has, like, a directing style, and, like, that, um, you know, the whole zombie strange and everything is definitely, like, Sam Raimi's touch and everything in there, so uh, I've told a lot of people that said they didn't like it. it that they probably had to be like a Sam Raimi fan to really like you know get like a full feel for it and everything and and enjoy it if you know they're a fan of his so but um but yeah that's my number 7 uh you know not not my favorite Marvel movie but it's definitely uh number 7 on my list for this year so
5: I'll, I'll give this I'll give that movie one thing it had my favorite cameo and that's Bruce Campbell is Pizza Papa that was right. pretty funny and I like that part
1: beating the shit out of himself till yeah. the end <laughs> I
0: was that was a good cameo I was really underwhelmed by that movie I saw it in the theater um, yeah. And then again, I'm- we talked about it before uh, on, a, on a fewer cast episodes. Like I didn't know. Like, I, I'm, I went into it not hadn't watched any of the the Marvel shows on on Disney Plus, so I I, right. I didn't I hadn't seen one division. So I'm like, who the hell are these kids, and what the hell is she so pissed off about? You know.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was totally blind. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. I, that didn't bother me. I just thought the movie was mediocre, but Same. I I did like the cameo. Yeah. All right,
0: Andrew
4: all right so mine is violent night it's about a team of mercenaries that go into a compound on christmas eve and do some shit
3: nick is about. no saint
4: <laughs> nick, nick is no saint is apparently the tagline and if it's not i see it here in the description and it should have been the tagline so <laughs> i mean look man it's it's david harbour playing as santa claus looking at like his best mel gibson that he possibly could And I I mean, it says dark comedy. I don't know if it's comedic. I got that. I know it's two hours long. All
2: right.
1: I feel like Andrew did more work on his non films than we did for our (laughs) that We actually like. Andrew's like, I
5: could watch. Yeah, I know. Andrew's like, I could watch more movies, possibly, and make a list. (laughs) Or I could just research movies I haven't seen and add them to my list.
0: It's like a mini version of Crick's Corner on the episode of uh, Film Effect. All right, it gets
4: worse as it goes along on my list. Oh, oh Christ.
0: (laughs)
2: Um, I didn't have a um honorable mentions, but you guys keep bringing up Jackass Forever, so it made me think of two movies that I, I didn't love necessarily, but I had fun watching them. And that one of those is Jackass Forever, uh, the other is Bullet Train. And the reason being is I watched them both with my youngest, my nine year old. Mm -hmm. And they're movies that are made for nine-year-old brains. Like, they're perfect, like, for somebody his age. Um, I love Jackass, so I'm not putting Jackass down. But I I, I like the the show and and the first movie best. And it's kind of diminishing returns for me after that. But he, I mean, the two of us just laughed like idiots throughout the whole thing. (laughs) And then Bullet Train, like, he just, he loves that movie. I bought it for him for Christmas. And um, I know if these movies were out when I was nine, they'd be my favorite movies too. So I had fun watching both of those with them. but my, my favorite viewing experiences of the year. Um, but my, what are we at? Number seven. Yeah. seven. my number seven, um, this is a movie that going in, I was convinced was going to be top five easily. If not near the top, um, just didn't work out that way. And it is, uh, bones and all, um, I thought the first hour and 20 minutes were fantastic. And then the sort of the central plot that it had kind of resolved itself. And then the and then there's still like another 50 minutes of the movie to go. And it just kind of spun its wheels at that point. It, and, re, it um,
0: rehashes old things.
2: Yeah, it just went over the same territory over and over. It, it, it kind of just out of nowhere and unnecessarily crafted a sort of a conventional thriller plot to itself that I thought was unnecessary. Um, just a major disappointment. But uh, I'm a Luca Guadagnino fan. Um, I, Suspiria is one of my favorite movies of the past 10 years. And uh, and I recently, after seeing Bones and All, finally went back and watched Call Me By Your Name. And that that's an amazing movie. So I just love what that guy's doing. Um, I just wish He had a little bit better handle on the story in this one. Um, It it just is pure filmmaking. It's beautiful, but uh, it runs out of steam, unfortunately. So it's why it's not higher on the list than I wanted it to be. Yeah,
0: Call Me By Your Name was a part of that um, Sony Pictures Classics box set that i bought a couple weeks back that that was oh, in 4k that's one of the films so i haven't seen it yet but i've been wanting to uh watch. i saw you give it five stars on letterbox yeah, and i was like really? yeah, i gotta i gotta pop this movie in soon
2: yeah it's, it's amazing really good movie
0: all right cool i'll watch it soon then core
5: my number seven i guarantee you nobody else it nobody else has it on their list I know that already, and I know, Ed, you're going to hate the fact that I put it on my list, but that's uh, Pinocchio, A True Story, <laughs> the movie that gets the award which for one? making me laugh the hardest. Wait, which one
3: are we talking about? I feel
5: about? Like there you are, like, talked three... about
1: this movie uh, more than Shore
5: There were literally
0: three Pinocchios that came out this <laughs> year, so...
5: Nope. Gilmore De Toro ain't got shit on this guy, okay? <laughs> I don't know who directed it, but... Uh... Uh, it's It's got John Heater and Pauly Shore playing Pinocchio, and it is the... I just love the fact that the guys who cast this movie are literally trolling, and so it's a Pinocchio movie made in Russia, like animated in Russia, and the people who casted the American cast just trolled and got uh, Pauly Shore and John Heater not giving a shit at all and just <laughs> saying random shit. And the animation's terrible and awkward. You add that in with fucking John Heater, Napoleon Dynamite doing horse noises, you got Paulie Shore doing awkward laughs and trying to talk like a small German boy for some reason. I don't know why. It's fucking hilarious. It made me laugh every second of it. I woke my wife up laughing that <laughs> night. It was. I could not put it on my list. Is it a good movie? No. But I watch movies to be entertained, and it entertained the hell out of me. So. I, I, it's actually for free on Tubi right now. Oh, so there I it challenge is. anybody <laughs> to go watch it. Like, it's free right Very now. your so no excuse. It's calling your name. Yeah, I've been wanting to see. I didn't realize
2: that was a 2022 release. I thought For some reason, I thought that was a couple years old. At this
1: I,
5: did. No, I did, too.
2: I thought it was older.
5: <laughs> I think it came out internationally in 2021, but in the U.S. it got like a February or March 2022 release. So it qualifies, damn it. And yeah. I'll put it on my list at number seven.
2: I'm oddly excited to watch that thing.
5: Yeah, it's free now
0: six all right number six flux Gourmet film hey. that yeah man the film that you and I went up to Philadelphia to see yep. um, you can actually check it out right now on shutter it's uh Peter Strickland's new film uh it's, it's it's got quite how do I word this movie this movie's out there but in a good way I mean it's it's like a, a black comedy um it's got um what's what's her name uh Gwendoline Christie from Game yeah. of Thrones and uh as a Butterfield was the other one, person that I recognized uh from Hugo and Ender's Game hits such as such hits as Ender's <laughs> Game um but yeah th- <laughs> it's it's a bizarre movie it's like a horror I mean i said black comedy but i would definitely sprinkle horror in this movie um it's like this like band of like this experimental performance band that are they do this thing called sonic catering where they extract disturbing sounds from various foods so if you're like in the culinary and music this film is right up your alley um th- there's i I'm, 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 trust me, it's, it's hard to, like, to describe this movie, um, cause it's out there, but I loved it. I was fascinated with it the entire time that we watched it in the theater, dude. Like, this movie, you know, and I've, I've went back and watched it again, and it, <sighs> just look it up for yourself. Check it out for yourself. Like I said, it's on shutter right now. Um, it's definitely worth the $4 a month or the free trial to just experience as well as everything else. that's on Shutter at the moment. But, um, you know, if, if, if you're a fan of, you know, bizarre black comedies, and if you're a fan of Peter Strickland, then I highly recommend this movie. One of my favorite films of the year. And yeah,
2: I'm glad I'm surprised that made you uh, your top 10.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I had a feeling it was going to after we came out of that theater that day back in July.
2: Yeah.
0: So
1: Um okay, so my number 6 is going to be Barbarian. Um coming from someone who's not a big horror fan at all. This movie was so fucking fun. Um I'm I'd love Justin Long. Um I like how you know, I don't know who said it early, but, like, you know, basically being broken up into, like, three different acts is kind of, like, you know, breaks the whole movie up for you in a different way. Um, I kind of like the, you know, like the feminist kind of, you know, vibe behind it and everything to get the point across and everything, too. Um, it scared the shit out of me, honestly. Like... It's been a long time since I've watched a movie where I had to blanket like, you know, on half my face just to get through the movie. But um, yeah, it, it definitely scared me. I thought it was fun. Greg hated it. I don't know why. I mean, I guess some people would, but um, but I love this movie. It's It's great. I would definitely watch it again. I'd probably watch it like every Halloween, so.
4: My next film is everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> uh, you see, your list. See,
5: <laughs> but for the wrong reasons. Jesus. A lot of
4: people love this film. It's got a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's got it's a two-hour and nineteen-minute endeavor, and and I mean and that's about then... it. It sounds like a great <laughs> film. Uh, the film is available <laughs> to rent and purchase wherever you rent and purchase films. <laughs> I thank like that Fogo
5: or something. What the thank hell? Thank you for
0: explaining that. <laughs>
4: That's about it. It's all I could big up. But I tell you what, people love it, so I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an adventure sci-fi film, and that is not what I thought it was.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Um, my number six, and I, I know Corey loves this one. I, I, I didn't love it as much as him, but I, I did like it very much, is The Batman. Um, Yeah. I This is probably not a popular thing to say but i still don't feel we've gotten a great batman movie we've gotten some very good ones i don't think we've gotten a great one yet um and great for me it's like i'm coming from my my batman my formative batman thing was frank miller's dark knight return so i I, we've come close to that and uh one of the reasons why i like batman versus superman so much is that visually it comes the closest to looking like uh frank miller's Agreed. batman so yeah and that that's the thing i love most about that movie i think um this one tone wise comes closest to that um it's almost like a horror movie i think you might have said that ed at um uh, at certain points i did and i appreciate yeah, and I appreciate that about it. I didn't like the third act so much. I think that's where it lost me a bit when it got into uh, Batman superhero territory. Um, but, you know, everything up to that, I, I really liked. Uh, I wanted more Colin Farrell. I was a little disappointed that he wasn't in it more, but I know they're branching out that character into other things. So mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so Batman at number six.
5: That's awesome, Justin. I want to ask you because uh, I love um, I love um, Dark Knight Returns as well. Have you seen the animated? There's an animated movie. It's broken into two parts.
2: I know, and, and it's I've, awesome. Yeah, I've always meant to go back and watch that, and I just haven't gotten around. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to like a, a little watch list I'm keeping, so I remind myself yeah. to go back and check that out.
5: Yeah, it's on HBO Max because yeah. like all the DC stuff is on there, right. and the first the first part is. Pitch perfect. The second part not as good, but it's if you like that, you'll love it. And Peter Weller is Batman in that. Oh, so that's pretty well, awesome. Oh my
2: god, you just fucking sold me oh, I didn't even realize that. Oh, yeah,
5: it, it's pretty awesome. I, I I really enjoyed those uh two. Those are two of my favorite, like uh, the animated Batman yeah. movies. So you'll probably dig it then. Nice. Uh, but anyway, my number. What are we on? Seven now? Six. Um, Thanks. Six, yeah. six. Oh, damn. It's flying by. Number six. Uh, this one surprised me. I really shit-talked this movie quite a bit on Furecast earlier this year. And that's uh, Top Gun uh, Maverick. I enjoyed this movie. I really regret not seeing it in a theater. I, I watched it on um streaming or Blu-ray, or I-, I forget how I watched it. I watched it at home. And I really regret not seeing it like in theaters and IMAX. Just what they pull off in the movie is amazing. You don't see a lot of movies pull off as much practical as they did. Just Tom Cruise goes all out as usual and his performance is perfect. I mean, is the story kind of formulaic with the surrogate father? Sure, but everybody plays the role very well. It mixes things up enough. Uh, And yeah, the action is just breathtaking. I mean, it's just you don't see shit like that anymore. I mean, everything's just a CG green screen. I'm not saying that can't look good, but good God. I mean, it's just every dollar looks like on that screen. I mean, the, you know, I see certain movies and I'm like, that's a hundred million dollar movie or 150 million dollar movie. Nah, this movie, y- you can tell every dollars on the screen and being well utilized. It's just a big, fun action blockbuster. And I just had a good time. So, yeah, I, I regret <laughs> kind of not being excited, kind of laughing about it. Of also laughing about Al Kilmer being in the movie, which you know they did his spot perfectly uh, mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, just a good time. It really, really surprised me on how much I enjoyed it, and you know I, I can see why they waited to put it out. I you know I kept laughing about that too. I was pushed back so many years, but uh they made a good call on that one. So yeah, Top Gun takes my number six.
0: You know I do have to say, even though it was my number twelve and didn't quite make my my top ten overall. I do have to admit that Top Gun: Maverick was still one of my favorite theatrical experiences I had this year. That movie was just made to be seen on the big screen. Um, I had a blast with it. uh, And even though my biggest problem with the movie is it's 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 a rehashing of the first movie. It's like my stepfather said after he got done watching it. You know, it's the same thing as the first movie. Literally, they just, it's just everything, not shot for shot, but I mean, you can make an argument that for the most part, it was shot for shot, just updated, you know, 30 odd years later. But, um, it, even, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like it wasn't still fun to say all this time year you know, later, all, all this, you know, after all these years. But and I don't know. It's just, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I wanted more out of it. Um, but yeah it's still a really good movie i'm not sitting here i don't want to just make it sound like i had a, i had like issues like major issues with it no it's on my top 20 for christ's sake it's a great film i just i don't know selfishly wanted more i guess nothing wrong with that so i finally
2: right. watched it i finally watched it yes last night for the first time but like i feel like i'm the last person on the planet who's, who's seen it
0: Well you are and
2: um yeah and no I you aren't say, yeah. oh oh shit Uh, my wife at a certain point she goes like midway through she goes do you think this is a good movie because she's been hearing all the hype about it too and i was like is it a good movie no it's a terrible movie but it's fun to watch and then by the end i was just so turned off by the fact like you said hey like i'm calling it a remake it's a fucking remake of top gun like because they there's go, almost, they go
0: behind enemy lines with the, you know, the unseen there's enemy.
2: Nothing different about it, except for the the practical. Well, they uh, leave their jets shot. at the
0: end. They had that whole seat that that sequence with him and uh, and 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 what's his face? I don't know. Goose's son and and yeah, Navig. I mean
2: rooster, but it might rooster. They, that's right, Miles they, Teller. Yeah, it was meant to be Goose the entire fucking down to the fucking shitty mustache and Hawaiian shirt, like. It is just a dumb fucking movie. Sorry everybody who loves this movie, but it, it's it's nearly like Gus Van Sant's psycho. It's almost a fucking shot for shot remake of Top Gun. It's it's crazy to me.
5: It ain't that.
2: At bad. least they, at on, least, at least they didn't have
0: Rooster hit lot. his goddamn head trying to inject himself like in the first film. That's still one I of the, the most I'm, ridiculous you, sequences have, ever I, made.
1: I have had no urge to even see this movie, like at all like it does not appeal to me at all so i'm like justin's just like making me confident that it, i'll never see it ever i mean
2: i'm in the mine art people seem to love this movie in a, a fashion that i can't even begin to wrap my head around but you know so don't take my word for it i was just shocked by how much like like that's what i said when i saw the trailer for it and we were all kind of making fun of it i'm like it's gonna be the same exact fucking it's, movie it's, and pure,
0: was- it's pure nostalgia
2: yeah, which is fine, I guess. Well, it I is. it is? harmless. I I yeah, I guess. It, like I didn't. It, it wasn't like a one-star movie to me, but the the fact that it's so beloved is just kind of blowing my mind.
0: It's it's pure nostalgia. People just seem to love Tom Cruise all over again. They just seem to have you know forgiven him which for all cool. the Scientology shit. To- me too um i've always loved tom i never turned my back on that dude and you know i have nothing but the utmost respect for the man because he's smart he's a businessman first he produces his own stuff because he wants to get you know front and center and do all the stunts and shit and no other production company would sign off on that you know but he's just like you know what? i'll produce it myself and make sure i get the sign off and he does it you know Top Gun, it still fascinates me. That's another reason why people love this movie so much because I want to say that roughly 60 to 70% of the people going into it know that that's actually Tom up there flying this. Not only that, every single actor who flew a jet in this movie who you see behind the cockpit? They actually got their training and are flying that themselves. Like it's it's unreal how they filmed they yeah. filmed this movie. They gave them pretty much every jet got their own individual IMAX camera,
5: and they're like, "Here it's you insane. go, go that, that, up
0: there and have fun."
5: <laughs> that's why that's why I put it on my list. It's just crazy. Like it, it just it just looks like it actually happened like <laughs> as i'm watching it like it, there's only a few points where i'm like oh yeah this is, looks like a movie not right. actually flying in the sky that's why i thought it was so awesome but don't
0: get it twisted don't get me wrong i'm judging these films on them the, the films themselves not how they were made that's why it's so low on my list so um anyway number five here we go we're done now we we're moved on to the top five of the year Five. all right number five the whale um everything Justin said is the real deal Brendan Fraser, his his acting his his I mean his performance yeah his his makeup effects you know it's just so well done um I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I hated the script I can understand why Justin hated the script. Uh, there are elements of the script I was not a fan of, but I just feel like the performances from everyone but two specific people, maybe, no, just one, and it wasn't even the performances I had a problem with, it was just the way their characters were written, I had, I took issues with. Other than that, outside of that, um, I just was really drawn into this movie, um, it's a Darren Aronofsky film, so you know it's not it, it there's, there's it's there's gonna be some sort of artistic element to it. Um and it's definitely in this movie. It's not as straightforward as you would think. Um and I enjoyed the humor. I enjoyed a lot of the scenes when it's just him and his caretaker. It's just I don't know, I just that that bond really um yeah, I, don't, I, just, I really enjoyed watching their their bond and everything and the way they their chemistry um so yeah i mean that wasn't as harsh one as justin i just i i i'm i'm kind of like the exact opposite i love this movie um it's not a perfect movie kind of wished it was higher on my list but there's there's you know certain things in the film i just don't like and i don't think i'm gonna get around that either upon rewatches so
1: um my number five is gonna be um glass onion i just watched this movie this weekend um i wasn't it i have nothing bad to say about this movie at all yeah like it's it's like one of the better movies i've i've seen in my life it's just great it's great both of his movies are great um the you know the knives out you know Uh uh chapters of his movies um Ed Norton. I love Ed Norton. Um, I feel like, you know, you don't really see Ed Norton in a lot of stuff anymore. The last thing he was in was in the Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. But um, uh, I love Ed Norton. I love... I think he's a great actor. He's entertaining. Um, and I I have to mention Daniel Craig because, like, I don't know. I, I've seen Daniel Craig in other stuff, but this role, like, the whole accent and everything it just cracks me up like it's just seeing him in like a totally different light and i i think he (laughs) knocks it out of the park like he fucking kills this role perfectly um i was actually surprised to see hugh grant in this movie too (laughs) when he answered the door i was like oh shit that's hugh grant isn't it um so you know a lot of cameos and stuff too but um but i love this movie it it was great i i was definitely you know, one of the best movies I've watched this year, and I'm, you know, even though I'm bitter by his Star Wars movie, um, I definitely have to say he's made up for that with these uh, Knives Out movies, for sure. Yeah, speak- so I'm excited to see what he comes out with next.
0: Speaking of Edward Norton, I love the flashback sequence with him and his Frank T.J. Mackey get-up that he had that just yeah, was out hair. of left field. <laughs> it, it was just,
5: yeah one of my favorite elements of the movie itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Daniel Craig is great. I I love when he's smoking. Yeah, <laughs> he's the smoking. Like smoke free and yeah. fire
1: but he like throws kinda, it in the water kind of reminded me of the, uh,
5: the demolition man every time he cussed and
0: you got a ticket. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I just wasn't I wasn't I was, like expecting you know like the ending and everything. It cracked me up though. Like I don't want to give away too much, but like uh the girl in it when she just starts like, you know, destroying shit, I was like losing my mind cracking up. I was like, this is fucking great. (laughs) So I definitely recommend it. It's a great movie.
0: right. Andrew.
4: My number five is Top Gun Maverick. The reason is because I, I thoroughly enjoy Tom Cruise. I love Miles Teller. I can't believe... The cameo that I won't talk about, because I don't know if anybody's if everybody's seen it.
0: Well, Corey mentioned it already, so...
4: Alright, well, you know, that was wholesome, to see. Um, wholesome? And it's... Wholesome. Sure, <laughs> whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, I always describe it, I would never use the word wholesome, but I'll I, I feel you.
4: Listen... I didn't see the damn movie. I saw the original. I saw, I saw the original, right? And if it's a beat for beat remake, as Justin says, then I'm all in. You know what I mean?
5: And I've IMAX, already seen it. Yeah, chaos, it's
4: jets, yeah you've it's Tom seen it. If you've seen oh, them man, one, that's you've great. seen them all.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> all right. That's
2: um, my number five film.
0: All right, Justin.
2: Uh, my number five, and this is the only straight up horror movie that not only made the list but that I actually enjoyed from this year. Um there were a lot of horror movies that came out this year, you know, some pretty beloved that I just couldn't get on board with, but um I was surprised because this was one that people either loved or hated, so I could have definitely gone either way, but ty West uh X is my number 5.
5: Yes. Whoa! Surprising. Me yeah, too actually. I mean,
2: I, that's what we talked about it during the Halloween ends episode. Like I I hesitate to call myself a horror fan because there's so much of it that I fucking hate. And not just obscure shit, just like some well-known stuff that I just don't like. So I, I hesitate to say I'm a horror fan, but I love a good slasher movie. Like I just when they're good, I fucking mm-hmm. adore them. And um mm-hmm. this was a really oh, shit. A really good one knocking stuff over so, so good excited. you're
0: knocking shit down <laughs>
2: it's So excited.
5: Um, if you want to smack your mama
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i was just you know um it, it, it's definitely a, you know it's it's a pastiche movie it's it's there's not really anything you haven't seen before but i, I think it's intentionally done that way and i'm curious to see I still haven't seen Pearl, which is. It seems like in a lot of lists I'm seeing, people like Pearl even more than. People X. love Pearl.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, curious to see it myself really now.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited to watch it, and I'm looking forward to Maxine. I just want to kind of see how this whole story plays out. Now I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was really surprised, but I'm glad that a horror movie made my list because I was just so I was so disappointed in in all the other ones. Um. But X is number five for me.
5: All right, right on. So I think this is a first tonight. Uh, but my number five is also X. All right. uh, so we have the exact same number five. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I love Ty West. I remember the first time I looked up his IMDb. His old picture was him wearing like a '80s ninja headband <laughs> with an '80s mustache, holding a handgun up to his head. <laughs> Like, I just, I will never forget that in my life. Ty West, it's not there anymore, but his old IMDb profile pic. I was like, I gotta give this guy respect. I I fucking love that profile pic. Most people are on there looking, trying to look professional or beautiful (laughs) or whatever. And this dude, it looks like he just rolled off a convention or something like that. So it was pretty awesome. I love Ty West. I love what he did with the movie. I think it's just a slightly elevated slasher done extremely well. Uh, Mia Goth uh, steals the show. I mean, she just blew me away. I I think if you take her out of the movie, I would still like it. But uh, her performance on both sides is just fantastic. I mean, you know, the the makeup kind of annoys me a little bit in the movie. It's not the best done, but her performance shines through. I mean, she steals the show. I am now a Mia Goth fan. I got to get on Pearl still. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. But, um,. Yeah, I just love the film. X just surprised me. I knew I was going to like it, but it yeah, it was just a slasher with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre throwback just done extremely well. There's a couple spots that subvert your expectations and there's a couple spots where it doesn't subvert. And I like that. I I don't like movies that just try to swerve you to swerve you. I I like the fact that it it throws you some curveballs, but then also gives you the goods as well. So yeah, I loved X. I I loved every second of it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's got a handful of curveballs I, I didn't see coming that I was just taken back by. So. Alright, number four, number four, number four. The menu. Uh, what do I begin with this one? So I kind of had an idea going into this that I was gonna love it as much as I did, because this was getting a lot of praise from people who whose opinions I hold the high regard. Um, it's hard to explain what kind of film this is. Put it, you can't really put it in its own category because it's you've got it's it's a to be quite honest, it's got kind of a mix of everything, all genres. It's it's really hard to uh label it a comedy or a horror movie or you know, a, a action. This is a lot of stuff going for this movie. Um, uh, the all star cast. Uh, Ray finds is just incredible another outstanding performance by Anya Taylor joy. Uh, all the, the this I'm kind of curious as uh, I know it's get, getting a lot of praise, but I'm curious down the road as to how people react to her character because of all of her roles, I would say this character in particular is 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 definitely outside the box from what I'm used to seeing her. Uh, doing in her roles, and we're talking about an actress who has quite the range, in my opinion. Who's you know hasn't even been really out there doing this for not it hasn't even been 10 years yet since her breakout performance in the war. I mean, in The Witch, uh, The Witch was 2015, if I'm not mistaken, 2014 or 2015. Has been, been quite. has been quite ten years. I but mean, the amount near. of
1: movies that she's been in since then is she, insane. It, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: And it, it, she's one of the. They're all good. Yeah, I was gonna. I was about this. Just about to say, she picks her roles more, extremely more well. good than bad. If you look at her entire filmography and peel back, um, Nicholas Holt is hilarious. Of all the films I've seen him in, this is definitely the funniest. Um, and and yeah um Hong Chao another one she played the caretaker for Brendan Fraser and and uh the whale who I referenced uh a bit ago she's back in this movie in a pretty predominant role and um yeah she's having quite the year herself like I said it's got quite the all-star cast John is in it as well um if you've seen Succession then um uh, what's that guy? Um, uh, Rob Yang, who's uh, the CEO of that that company, Initech, from that the first two seasons of Succession. Shout out! But yeah, like I said, uh, all star cast, funny shit, real dark, gets real dark. Um, but in the end, I I I like this movie, um, and I, I was really impressed by the way they they brought it home in the end so yeah you you could definitely tell it was a movie that was written with a beginning middle and end in mind and they weren't just you know writing themselves into a corner and a lot of films do that you know they just collapse on themselves in the third act this movie does not do that you could tell it was planned the way it was and uh it, it just works in the end so um looking forward to everyone else here watching this movie eventually I know it'll, be, be, a, really it'll, on it'll be on HBO Max. in a few days. Oh, I'm looking good. forward to my rewatch. Um,
1: yeah, I really want to see it for sure. So, yeah. Um, so my number four is going to be the Batman. Um, I, you know, like I said, I'm I'm a huge, I never in a million years dreamed that a DC movie would be, you know, beating out a Marvel movie for my top 10 <laughs> movies of the year. Well, here but here are. Um, i know here we are um i think robert pattinson killed it in this movie i i think honestly i think you know i reading uh you know batman graphic novels and stuff i feel like this movie hit on you know like the batman comics is like as good as it could get you know what? if that makes sense like i just feel like there's a lot of like that you know, reading the, the graphic novels that I've read and stuff, a lot of that feeling and and emotion and just how Batman acts and it's more like gothic kind of feeling. I mean some would say probably emo, because I got that vibe too. But um but yeah, it's just like a, a darker Batman. I think this this is what, you know, true Batman fans have waited for with this movie. Um I love Colin Farrell his makeup in this movie, I didn't even know it was him when I first saw it. I had to question Greg cuz I was like, is that really Colin Farrell? Yeah, a lot um, of
0: people couldn't tell.
1: Yeah. And then um fucking Paul Dano, man. I I god, I don't think there's one movie I've seen with Paul Dano and I I said I didn't like it. I mean, he's just phenomenal and and he was really fucking scary in this movie. Wait, like
0: Say that. Say that again? What? paul dano and you've only seen one other movie with him and you didn't like it
1: no no no! i'm saying i've never watched a movie with him in it and said that i didn't like it
0: oh i misheard you now i was like oh the girl next door would like to have a word with you
1: no i'm a big paul dano fan yeah like maybe i should have worded that differently everything that i've seen him in i've loved i i haven't had a negative thing to say gotcha about
0: there we about go him. that sounded um, better
1: yeah, and, and like I said, like, he was really scary in this movie. Like, towards the end of the movie, like, I actually, you know, it gave me a little bit of anxiety, because I was like, this shit could really happen. Like, people are really crazy like this. Like, you know, the whole cult vibe and everything like that. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I was really taken back by this movie. I thought it was just going to be another, like, oh, God, here we go. Another... You know, another Batman movie that's coming out. Let's see, you know, how they redo this one. Um, but I liked it. I really liked it a lot. So yeah, so that's my number three. Batman. The the Batman.
0: Number four.
1: Did I say yeah. Three? Oh yeah, yeah, four. Sorry. I was number gonna say four. what
0: what number are you <laughs> on? Andrew.
4: My number four is Halloween ends. And i honestly like really enjoyed this film i understand that everybody is like on the fence about it but i'm not on the
5: fence i don't like
4: it that's totally fine same i I thoroughly enjoyed it though i mean i'm a big halloween fan i like the fact that they did something different with the ending i mean i get the fact that nobody at all likes Corey, but i kind of like enjoyed him as a character for what it was i guess i went into this film completely detached from reality and that's the problem with that. Everybody has with the film is the fact that everyone takes it so seriously, like it's a Halloween film. And I thought that it was a proper way to end it, to say the least. And I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis's performance in the film was—I—I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So it was—it was a nice way to say goodbye to this character. Hopefully, hopefully we don't see him for a little while. We try to do. We'll something see different. him the
0: again. We're we'll definitely never. We're uh, never going to see him for a little again. while.
4: That—that's that, what I'm saying for a little while. But we, we need to we need to do away with this film franchise and do it some justice next time we come back. But this was a a great way to end it. I I liked all three of these films. Um, So it could have been better. Sure. But for what it was, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's it's worth,
0: I cannot, it's worth mentioning. You actually did see this movie.
5: I did. Yeah. You, I, I, I can totally disagree with everything you said, but obviously, you know, everybody has their opinion. But I will say one thing I can take solace in. You've seen four movies and the movie ranked number four. So if you want to look at it a different way, it was actually one of the worst movies you've seen this year. I mean, hey,
2: maybe.
3: <laughs> maybe. Jesus.
2: If I only saw four movies this year, this would definitely be number four on my list too. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> what is your number four, Justin? Justin.
2: Uh, My number four is Robert Eggers, the Northman. Um, I don't really have much to add that you guys haven't already touched on. Um, I I knew it was going to be a movie that I loved. I'm I'm really digging what Eggers is putting down at this point. Um, The idea of a Nosferatu movie doesn't excite me, but the fact that it's him doing a Nosferatu movie has me excited for that. So... um, Yeah, I just, I'm on board with whatever the guy wants to do. I'm along for the ride at this point. Um, I like a good, uh, Ed, you you said you like a good revenge movie, which I agree. I like a good, like, like sword type movie. I don't know what you want to call the genre. Um, But just people like, you know, whacking each other with swords. I'm a big fan of that when it's done well. Um, And this is one of the better
5: examples. So,
2: yeah, Northman number four for me. All right. right, cool. four.
5: This is one, Ed, I'm surprised wasn't higher on your list. Or, I don't know, it did, maybe it didn't make your list, I forget, but my number four is Clerks 3. Um, it definitely had to make my list. Is it the worst of the Clerks movies? Sure, but I also love Clerks 1 and 2 and think they're classics, so, uh, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, the movie was heartfelt. I'll, I'll be honest, I cried. I cried during oh, the I movie. It, I It... It's just, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith. I love Clerks. I think Clerks is his best film. It's possibly in my top 10 favorite films of all time. I just love Clerks so much. And then Clerks 2 was just such an awesome sequel. Uh, and then Clerks 3 follows it right up. And it just it had everything I expected. It had all the jokes, all the commentary, the heartfelt stuff. I mean, Dante and Randall, I mean... Just the Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson, they are Dante and Randall. And just watching the chemistry between them two, it could literally be anything. And I could enjoy that. Um, So just watching them back in the quick stop, even if it is uh, the last time. Well, it will be the last time, obviously. (laughs) But um, just such a great film. You know, it's just interesting. I'm such a huge Clarks fan. I actually watched the pilot that they did. Um, it was like a live action Clerks show. Uh, it had like Jim Brewer, I think, played Dante. If I remember, what? I forget who played, or no, Jim Brewer played Randall. You didn't know about that? There was actually a Clerks pilot, a I've live never action even Clerks heard of pilot. This. No, yeah, it was one episode. It didn't get picked up because it was shit. Uh, but Jim Brewer played Dante, I believe. I-, I don't know who the fuck the other guy or not Dante Randall. Jim Brewer played Randall. I forget who the fuck played Dante and the pilot they changed a lot of shit on the pilot too and the funny part is Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Halloran auditioned for the parts and they weren't Dante and Randall enough (laughs) which blows my fucking mind that they didn't get the parts of themselves
4: he's right I'm sitting here looking at it right now god damn I've never even heard of this
5: I've watched it. You can watch it online. I, that's how big of a Clerks fan I am. I'm not talking the animated show. I'm talking the fucking shitty live-action oh, show I've watched.
4: Oh, Kirk, Clerks is biblical to me. I fucking love that film. I think it's one of my favorite films ever made, so I, I'm surprised I've never heard of this.
5: Yeah, so Clerks 3 makes my list. I mean, if you're a Kevin Smith fan or if a View of Skewerverse fan, what are you waiting on? Get one it it's as heartfelt and funny as I thought it was going to be, and I loved it. Well,
4: thank you for giving me homework, Corey.
0: <laughs> all right number number three top three now the first movie i watched this morning when i started off my little marathon uh the banshees of
5: Inisherin. this oh yeah that's another one i gotta watch that could have made my list too i watched yeah. it
1: yesterday actually
5: i love in bruges yeah so i gotta watch that this movie
0: was special this movie was just full of powerhouse performances. I, I'm sorry, if, if if Carrie Condon doesn't get nominated for Best Supporting Actress at the Academy Awards, then I'm boycotting. I'm going to say that right now. I thought she was incredible. Um, I've, I've always been a big fan of Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson's chemistry. So, you know, this seeing them together in this movie was no different. Um, of course, I'm referring to uh, in Bruges, Martin McDowell's his uh first film um i mean this movie i really haven't been paying attention to like if this movie's been getting any any sort of praise or whatever um it should if it hasn't because it i i really enjoyed this movie i it it's a it's it's a slow roll i'm just gonna say that right now it's two hours it feels like a three-hour movie not saying that in a negative manner. I'm just kind of giving people who haven't watched it yet a heads up. It, it's it's a slow burn, but a good one. Um, it's just it's like the most simple plot, basically. Um, Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, they're two best friends, old friends. They're all in this Irish island, in this and it's it's basically just not a lot of people very remote and um out of the blue Brendan Gleason just tells Colin Farrell stay away from him he suddenly had a change of heart and he wants to change he doesn't want to doesn't want to be friends anymore and Colin Farrell just can't accept it and that's basically the plot go through go, go at it you know but a lot happens in the movie and um you know, it's, it's, it just came on HBO Max. That's how I watched it. And, um, yeah, just really see this movie. It's It really is something special. At least I thought it was. So, I'm just going to leave it at that. So, you said you did watch it, Jocelyn?
1: Yeah, I, I watched it yesterday. It was definitely, like, on my list to, to watch it. I actually, I mean, I wish I would have watched Vengeance instead of that. Because um, it didn't make anywhere on my list not even honorable mention
3: oh, i'm wow. not gonna say
1: it's a bad movie um but i definitely would probably never watch it again i'm um, like I, the actors did a great job like i'm not gonna say that the acting wasn't great um but i don't know it just i i oh, and I, I thought the music was great I was too like,
0: i just i, I cool. love some <laughs> i love fucking irish numbers you know it's 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 good you know, shout out to Carter Burwell. Does the music for the film.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I went into it just expecting a little bit more.
0: That's right. Different strokes. Everyone's it, it, seen, like you, you know, said, it, it's a subjective. very
1: simple plot. And the more and more you get into it, you're like, okay. He doesn't want him to talk to him. <laughs> what? Like, why? You know? And then, you know, you keep going and you're like, okay, this, this is the movie. That's it. <laughs> like... Yeah? I don't know. Yeah, and then I was reading up online, it's just, like, it's supposed to be like a dark comedy, and I'm like, I didn't laugh at all, but okay. Really? Oh, I laughed um, I,
0: I actually, I would say, I thought about it after I after I finished watching it, and I was like, what would I, you know, how would I, like, balance out the, the, the genres of what this film was, if someone were to ask? And I would say, I'd, I would say it's probably about 65% of comedy followed by... 30% drama and maybe 5% horror. Yes, I did. I just dropped the 5% horror in that. Watch the film. You understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I would, it's definitely more of a comedy than it is a drama, but it's, it's yeah, both. It's, it's, it's a movie it's, about it's friendship. It definitely has its that's moments. That's basically of what both. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Anyway. You're right. Okay. So my number three, um, is going to be the Fablemans.
3: Oh,
0: it's the one I haven't gotten to yet. Shit. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. I gotta watch I have that to, too. I have to watch that. Uh,
1: like this movie was great. Like I, I didn't think it was gonna be. I mean, any. I'm just a sucker for Steven Spielberg. Like anything, you know that he puts out, I'm here for it. I love Steven Spielberg. I love the heartfelt aspects that he always throws into his movies um how did you watch this one uh i actually bought it i didn't run it it was six dollars more to buy it on prime video so i was like you know what i'm gonna buy it i had a really good feeling about it and i'm glad i did because i would definitely go back and watch this again um i I just love this movie. I love, you know, you're watching it and then you like you got to think to yourself like this is the story of his life. Like, you know, like you you kind of forget about that because, you know, they're different names and everything, different last names, yeah, different, yeah, yeah. you know, first names and it's everything. Like an but um Yeah. But um, you know, I actually looked up a lot of the stuff like about his parents and everything afterward and I was like, wow, this like it was 100% true. You know, the the stuff that he, You know, goes on with his family and everything like that. Um, You know, and it's just, it's just cool. Obviously, you guys know Jaws is like my all time favorite movie, Um, but it's nice seeing how Spielberg got to where, you know, he did to film Jaws, like just seeing like how he transitioned into this filmmaker. And, you know, it's a coming to age movie too. Um, Once again, Paul Dano, like, i swear to god i'm watching this movie and i'm like god i wish paul dano was my dad in real life in this movie (laughs) it's like he's just such a great dad like his parents are so supportive of him even though they have like their own problems between the two of them um they're just great parents and you just see how loved he is between his sisters and his parents and you know, even like his this other extended family members and stuff. But um, it's a really heartfelt movie. It's um, it's a little long. It was like two and a half hours. But um, I definitely didn't get bored of it. I I loved every every second of it. So I would definitely you know suggest watching it. But um, it's a great movie, and it's my number three for a reason. So I will definitely watch it again.
3: All right.
0: Andrew
4: so my number three I kind of had a toss up between my number two and number three I know my number one is but I feel like my number two is kind of kind of give weight to what my number three is so my number three ultimately is the whale I love the whale I thought about it after seeing the film and I even discussed it with you guys like There are a couple of characters that I don't really want to discuss, but the more that I thought about it, the more they kind of gave presence to the whole story overall. And just the film is fantastic. Brendan Fraser really like wowed the fuck out of me as far as his performance goes, his makeup goes, his performance goes. Everything was just great and again like Darren Aronofsky is one of my favorite directors I've went on about that before but this film just really rocked me and I didn't like feel it at first but when I kind of gave it a couple of days of thought like the more that I think about it the more I'm gonna go back and watch this film and I feel like I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of it when I see it again so that's definitely my number three I loved all the I, I loved Brendan Fraser's performance but also his caretaker, caretaker. I, what is her name? Hong Chau. There you go. I mean, she was fantastic in the film, and the again, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but there's a few scenes where Brendan Fraser just goes completely insane, and those film, uh, those scenes in particular, just wowed me. So again, if if you like it, Darren Aronofsky, if you like a film that makes you feel uncomfortable but fits you in reality and grounds you in reality, this is it for sure.
0: Absolutely. All right, Justin.
2: Uh, so my number three <clears throat> was solidly my number two for a very long time. And then something came along in the past two weeks and knocked it down a notch. Uh, but my number three is Flux Gourmet, Uh movie that Ed talked about earlier. I'm a big Peter Strickland fan, so I was super excited for this one. Um, and it didn't disappoint. Nope. Um, yeah, I, I, I just... Strickman, uh, he, Strickland has a very good way of um, I, he, he's like to me he's a funnier David Lynch now <laughs> I think David Lynch is very funny I'm, I'm not knocking Lynch whatsoever uh, I, I think his movies are very funny um, but Strickland there's just something about what he does is, is just all of his movies to me are laugh out loud funny intentionally like I'm not laughing at them I'm laughing with them and um he does that that surreal thing the way Lynch does. Um, his movies are just beautiful to look at. They always sound great. He's just a guy that's very much in control of what he's doing. And it's um, very offbeat. Uh, the actress who was the main actress, uh, Fatma Muhammad, she's in all of his movies. She's fantastic. She's really become a very funny actor. Um, I don't know why she only appears in his movies. Um, but uh, she kills it in, in everyone. This is the first time she's been the lead in one of his movies.
0: Yeah, she um, was just stand out for for, for for definitely. Yeah.
2: She was very funny. And like a big part of the movie, it like has to deal with farts. And
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. that. Like That's a- right.
2: Uh. It's like a big part of it, and like that could be a turnoff. on its surface, it's like because farts are never funny in a movie. It's no. just not like for some reason it. And so when I read about that, that was a big part of it. I was like, oh, geez, I've never kind of liked that aspect of it. You know, a fart joke in a movie, and it's done really well and smart and intelligently. Like it's not stupid or lowbrow. It's it's really, you know, the guy, one of the characters has intestinal issues, and and that's just a big part of his character and it's just done really well um so yeah i i don't know why it's not more widely available right now but I, I didn't even realize it was on shutter um so i may have to go back and get Shutter again, not just for this movie but for some other stuff but it, yeah i, I really want to give this a rewatch and um if you haven't seen it which i'm assuming most people have not seek it out it's worth it yeah so
5: My number three, I just want to say my top three before I start, uh, the delta between three and four is pretty big. So, like, pretty much the rest of my list was in no particular order. I enjoyed all those movies around the same. Uh, But my top three is definitely solid and definitely way out there, like, as far as quality and uh, as far as how many times I've watched each of them. So yeah, my opinion of my top three is very high. So like, I, I just wanted to put that out there. The rest of my list wasn't in much of a particular order, but, uh, these three are, and they're definitely for me, a jump, uh, way higher above. And my number three has pretty much been there the whole year or at least most of the year. And that's the Northman. It didn't really drop for me. I've watched it a couple times now and I love it every time it, it, it you know, I, Ed, you said it, I love a revenge movie, it's my jam, and an, I think it's one of the most <laughs> beautiful movies I've seen in a long it time. Is. Uh Just the fact of where they filmed. I mean, the ending takes place at an active volcano. <laughs> like, how the fuck can you not love that? <laughs> like, it's just beautiful looking. Uh, the cast, I love Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe, even though they're not in it that much. I think both of them are just standouts uh, as far as just um, small roles in there. I think they're both just insane, but it exactly in their element. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Alexander Skarsgård outside of this, but I think he turns in a great performance. Um, yeah, I just, I just love the whole film. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is good as always. Like I've really haven't seen her in anything that I thought she was bad in. I mean, I think she's good in pretty much everything. So yeah, just great cast, uh, great story, beautiful. So how can I not put it on there? And yeah, Eggers, I mean, He's just on a different level. I mean, the lighthouse was probably my favorite movie of that year. And uh, this one is pretty close. So yeah, I'm looking forward to his next one, but yeah, Northman is, just, I've watched it probably four or five times. So yeah, mm. it's one of my favorites for sure. Number three, you named all the actors
2: fucking Bjork in like a three minute scene was fantastic. Oh uh,
5: yeah. Bjork. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> like like where else can
3: you mention
2: Bjork? In this movie.
5: Yeah, pretty much. Like, do you think he was like, I want Bjork in my movie. All right, well I'll just make, something like the uh, i love york so much
3: <laughs> i
0: was so happy to see her show up all right number two um halloween ends uh previous jesus
5: christ at least andrew had an <laughs> excuse is? that he's what only is? seen four movies.
4: it's a good movie
5: you've seen a shitload of movies that shouldn't be at number two I've watched this movie like oh, five God. times.
0: Okay, I love this movie. This movie
5: just—sorry, you wasted ten hours. I saw
0: you hated it as much as you did. <laughs> but yeah, this is a previous episode. I had a whole lot of you know of, of ground the cover. I, I covered a lot of it in that episode, but to rehash it for this, for the sake of this conversation, um, it looked it. It took chances, and I knew going out. I knew coming out of that advanced screening that people were going to hate it. And I knew I was gonna be alone on an island. Okay, my brother's with me, but you know, but they're ultimately against.
5: By default, you only saw four four, movies,
2: baby. Hey, fans. It has fans. It's not just you. Like, it does have fans. I can
5: just see Andrew now. Like just I just want to mention this. I can see Andrew now. Like I fucking hated this movie. I, number five. Like, I
1: didn't <laughs> It's my favorite com- I didn't my- It's my favorite comedy of the year. I'll give it that.
4: <laughs> I didn't you know. get up and walk out of the basement. Look. But I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, honestly.
0: Alright. So look, like I said, I, I, I enjoyed it for the, the chances that David Gordon Green talk. Um, I, I love the idea of this this you know, I wouldn't even call him like an imposter, Michael Myers. I get it that the whole idea of evil and Corey, the whole subplot with him. Um it, it I get you just I get you. <laughs> it worked. It I got it. So, you know. Like I said, we we talked about it for like three hours back in October. Whole episode. The whole gang was on that one, too. It's pretty much me defending a movie against nah, everybody nah, else. Andrew. Andrew wasn't on there. So, yeah. Um, And and even the... Uh, I was... In the end, I was satisfied. Okay. I love the Halloween 3 references. I... I, I love the cold opening. Um... I love the soundtrack. Just... I loved a lot about this movie, and I say love genuinely because I think this is one of, if not the best, Halloween sequel out of all oh, of Jesus. them. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I'm on this island. Film subjective. I don't give a shit. Okay, it's my. I don't think it's, it's that my good, take, but it's very good. So, number two, baby.
1: Um. Anyway, so to a really good movie
0: um number two <laughs> i'm just gonna start shit on everybody else's choices and, and, you know that's that's bullshit you know i'm i've been being quiet for everyone no matter what it is but when i drop halloween ends is my number two mine granted personally i gotta I hear that's it from every just fucking the biggest corner.
1: disagreement that we have on the thing you know it blows that. my but mind is to disagree number two.
0: about it's not your list it's mine you know <laughs>
1: right
4: It's my number four it, it, was,
1: it yeah, had yeah, to yeah, be listen. Andrew. <laughs> listen,
0: we're listening. That's it. listening. Let, that's, <laughs> it that's it. That's it. I mean, I wasn't
1: planning out. on following up with that. <laughs> uh. Anyway, my number two uh, is going to be Clerks three, and while it's not my favorite Clerks movie, um, I don't know th- this movie just like I laughed out loud, I cried. I had so many emotions watching this movie and that to me it like gives it you know like a like a high rating in my eyes something that makes you have so many emotions and feelings and stuff um a lot of nostalgia with it going back to the first movie even the second movie um you know it had like a lot of callbacks and stuff a lot of cameos um just the you know the the randall and the elias banter just never gets old with me and the fact that the whole movie kicked it off with that like i i just love it i love it so much um so i i have to put clerks three for my number two because i will definitely be revisiting this movie um you know a lot down the road and I um although I'm sad to see it over, um I'm also not a big fan of, you know, remake or not remakes, but you know, uh what do they call them? Sequels. Like sequels. Yeah, that might just- <laughs> What do they call
3: <laughs> them?
0: Sequels.
1: <laughs> that just- that word what are those just continuations called
0: again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> those movie continuations. Um, yeah, I mean I'm not a big fan of sequels, so I I feel like it was a very good ending to you know this trilogy that we've had in our lives for god i i I can't even remember when the first one came out but still um 94
5: yeah like that yeah
1: 1994
4: 93 in the film festivals
1: yeah so a, a really long time i mean at least since i was nine years old i mean i wasn't watching it when i was nine but still you know it's just one of those movies like someone talks about especially our generation and it's like you just know what they're talking about you know it's iconic um in my eyes and i definitely felt like the third movie lived up to the other two movies just as much i mean like i said it's not my favorite out of the three but um you know i just i I love this movie and i can't praise it you know can't praise it anymore because it's just great so if anybody hasn't seen it yet go see it
5: yeah and what's a butt thief I just keep thinking of that what is a butt th-
1: a butt thief
0: <laughs> Andrew
4: uh my number two is clerks three as well so clerks is by far like one of my favorite film franchises of all time like I'll, I'll never forget uh going to see clerks two and the Clerks 2 in theaters opening day with a bunch of my friends. Like, way back when I was a teenager, like, it I I literally would make people that I did not know that were trying to hang out with me watch Clerks before they hung out with me. Like, uh, that's like everybody. I mean, pull
5: up a chair. Uh, Ed, I Can mean, you answer the pre screening questions and watch the material. No, all I'm saying <laughs> is Ed,
4: Ed and Corey know Colin pretty well. Who? Like, the very first time that.
3: The very first time that
4: I hung out with Colin, he came over to my house and I made him go downstairs and watch Clerks with us before we did anything. Just like, I don't know what it was when I was a teenager. That's my humor. I wanted people to accept that and Clerks was just the best way to introduce people to it. See, so, here, like, and I'll never forget
0: Respect my I'll fever. never forget
4: going and... Shut up. I'll never forget going to the movie theaters and seeing that with a bunch of my friends like two or three times over that when Clerks 2 came out and i sat up in my bedroom and i watched i watched clerks 3 by myself honestly and i was such an emotional wreck like throughout the entire film like it was so it's such a beautiful film for me and such an emotional riot and it's so fucking funny man like i wasn't expecting it to be like emotional but i wasn't expecting it to be that funny either like it's hard to live up to Clerks 1 and 2 in my books, but Clerks 3 really nailed it. So that's something that I've seen three times since I, since I first saw it, but I'll definitely continue to watch it and you know enjoy it years down the line because it's one of my favorite film franchises of all time, and I think Kevin Smith really ended it well. All
2: right, so that brings me up uh, my number two. Um, and I was surprised because, like I said, it knocked Flux Gourmet out of this spot. Um, the Banshees of Inishearing, um,
0: yes,
2: fucking loved it.
0: Yes, loved it. oh god, that yes. was going
4: to be one of the films that I recommended I've never seen. It it's you should have.
0: Yes, head. you should see it.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, and you guys were talking about. I, I think it's easily a comedy. Um, I thought it was very funny, but the thing is, as it goes on. It gets less funny and darker. More,
0: yeah, yeah, much darker.
1: I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and, and intentionally
2: so. That's just that's the way it's set up. Um, it it to me, it's a very Irish movie. Obviously, if you couldn't tell by the title, um, but just by design, like um, Jocelyn said, it's about friendship, which it is. But also, I think it's it, it's about. And the reason I say this is because in the background, throughout the entire movie, is the war between the Protestants and the Catholics going on. Like, you can hear bombs going off and and scenes in the background, and it's referenced throughout the movie.
0: The six executions.
2: Yeah, it's a movie kind of about the effects of, like, a civil war. Because the, the, the friendship at the core of the movie is a civil war between these two. These are guys that were, like, brothers at one point, and now... You know, the one guy doesn't want to talk to the other one, and it just sort of escalates. And um, it, you know, it, and in that sense, it's a very Irish movie. It's a, it's about that battle between the Protestants and the Catholics, and it's just fucking, it's just amazingly well done. It, it was it was would have been a five star movie for me, but there were like two or three moments that were a little too whimsical for me, and it kind of didn't turn me off the movie. But I was just like, eh, I could have done without that. But otherwise, just just really brilliantly done. Like you said, Ed, Carrie Condon was fucking amazing. I should say thick, thick and amazing.
0: Ficken. second,
2: second, second. Yeah, Thicken. She, it, Just unbelievable. It, they, I mean, everybody was great, but what she was doing was just.
0: She was the MVP. Like, next
2: level. Yeah, and the writing. Um, like I have never been an in Bruges fan. I need to go back and watch that. Cause so many people whose opinions I respect really swear by that movie. I need to, to give it another shot. Um, I've never seen seven psychopaths and I saw three billboards and I remember liking it, but I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about that movie right now. So <laughs> I enjoyed this so much that I'm going to like go back through this guy's entire filmography and, and just take it all in. Cause I think I'd probably have a new appreciation for all of it. Um, he's just he's he's a pretty amazing writer um this is a movie like in my idea of what should be winning academy awards this movie would sweep um my number one movie i was a more fun viewing experience for me but this is the one that i thought was probably just on a technical and a level of writing and acting probably the best movie i've seen this year
5: Corey? Yeah, so my number two is a movie I love. It just, it makes my um, heart just glow. I don't know. I just feel like so much warmth after watching it. And that's everything, everywhere, all at once. Hmm. A movie I thought I was going to like going into, but I ended up loving, honestly. I I think it's Academy Award worthy. I, I, I think it's great. I can understand why some people might not like it. It definitely is quirky and odd in a lot of spots but it all works for me i mean michelle yo i think she's great i think she's fantastic in the lead turns in a great performance uh like i said oscar worthy in my opinion i i love the relationship between her and her daughter i think it just says so much about family and it just relates to, to me in a very big way um i love jamie lee curtis it's like one of my favorite performances from her she plays like a tough evil henchman she plays like this uh bitchy um irs person and then she also like is in a love story it's just like such an awesome movie like just seeing her in different spots i just love jamie lee i mean it's definitely better in the fucking halloween end shit so I, I really enjoyed that um so yeah i just love the movie it's just playful i mean it has short round in it like who doesn't love uh, short round and he is just like the best dad and the sweetest cutest character and then he kicks ass with a fanny pack I mean, it just like, how do you not love it? I mean, there's just a scene where guys are trying to get butt plugged. I mean, it's just like, I don't want to go into everything. And it sounds crazy as I talk about it, (laughs) but it works and it's hilarious and it has a good sense of humor, but it also has, you know, the feels in there and it has, you know, just so much to say about relationships and acceptance. And I just love the hell out of the movie. I, I mean, it's a long movie and I've watched it four or five times. I just enjoy it so much. And it just puts a smile on my face every time. I can go into it uh, like I have a couple times, just maybe not having the best day, and then just putting a smile on my face watching it. Um, I just enjoy it so thoroughly. And yeah, I wish. I, I just want to say, why the hell isn't Short Round in any of the Indiana Jones movies? Dude's still acting. He's still great. Uh, I forget his name, the actor's name, who plays Short Round. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't, uh, let me look it up. Ki-Hung Kwan. Put him back in there, fucking short round and data. Get him in there in one of those movies, god damn it. I'm hoping he uh, pops yeah. up in
2: the new Indiana Jones.
5: Oh, okay. Well, maybe I, I, he does. I don't, I don't know. I'm
2: hoping. I, I, I don't know that he did, that he is. It, it would be nice.
5: Yeah, it would be nice to have him back. But he's awesome in this movie too. Everybody's great. There's there's not a bad performance. Just love the film. Uh if if you're looking at it and you're like I don't know what to expect, just go in with an open mind and I think at the you might not love it as much as I do, but I think at the very least I think any fan of film would be at least entertained. And, I mean, how do you not love a movie with people with hot dog hands? I mean, I, I don't know. I love hot dogs. I know Ed does. So, uh, love them. Hot dog hands rule. So, anyway, uh, yeah, my number two, everything, everywhere, all at once. Fucking love it.
4: Yeah, man, that was on my list, too.
0: <laughs> sure it was. All right, number one. Here we go don't worry darling a movie i've given praise already on a episode of fewer cast but again i'll give it more um for the sake of conversation uh so this is a movie that just totally i felt one way i know a lot of people this movie was filled with controversy upon its release uh for whatever reason uh people weren't even giving it a chance i say whatever to that, uh, Olivia Wilde, and this is a movie that was also I was anticipating this since I first heard about it last year. That Olivia Wilde was doing a uh, sort of suspense slash horror movie. Now, her her previous uh, directorial effort, Booksmart, is one of my That's a good movie, one of my favorite films in twenty nineteen. So I, I, I definitely think that Olivia Wilde has a career in filmmaking ahead of her. Um, if anything else, um, but yeah, this movie just, uh, it, it's like the perfect retro, like 40s, 50s piece. Um, it, 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 definitely says something about that time, even current times. Um, and, and the whole, uh, what do you want to call it? That it's, I don't know, like social commentary. But anyway, the, the, the movie, um, it's like a modern day, not modern day. It's it's like a updated um, *Separate Wives*, in a sense that I know we got that remake like back in two thousand four or whatever, but this feels like more of a true, genuine remake of *Separate Wives* than that, shit or whatever. But yeah, I just came out of this movie and all. I really, really love this movie, and uh, it, it, I just couldn't take my my eyes off of it for the whole two plus hours or whatever um oh and duh the the biggest reason that I love this movie so much Florence Pugh I mean talk about performances I've uh she's been under my radar ever since I saw her in Somar. and everything she's done since then granted the only thing I haven't seen that she's been in is that uh um that that Marvel thing but yeah uh, I think she's she's great in everything she you know she does. Uh, she's an actress. She has a lot of range, and she's very believable. And this movie is no different. Like uh, she just does such a great job of hiding her Irish or Irish. Listen to me. We're still in other conversations. At uh, hiring her, hiding her English accent, um you just can't tell in these movies that she's doing and it's i don't know i always did think that that takes talent and she's a talented actress you know that aside um you know you give her the right script and she can cut her performance let me tell you so yeah don't worry darling this she's like an
2: anya taylor joy okay she yeah, just makes absolutely like, even if i don't like the movie i always like
3: her
0: yes exactly so yeah, this is my number one. and It wasn't even close. The minute I watched this movie a month or two ago, I said, "Yeah, this is my favorite film of the year." I knew nothing else was gonna top it. So, yeah, don't worry, darling. It's my number one. Moving on to you, Jocelyn. Um.
1: Yeah, my number ones. Don't worry, Dar- darling. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just as soon as Craig and I watched this movie, we just looked at each other and we were like, "That was a good fucking movie," and it's definitely. All the other movies I've seen since then, before then, it's it's definitely been the top of my list since I've seen it. Um, Yeah, I mean Florence Pugh is just, yeah, she's great in everything. Honestly, Um, I love her in Midsummer. You know, her obviously that's a very emotional role that um, she played. I feel like that's probably like her most emotional role she's ever played before you know given the circumstances and everything surrounding that you know plot and everything but um i i felt like some of that emotion still like in this movie um harry styles honestly i was blown away um i you know i think this is like is this like his breakout like acting role that he's been in
0: i mean i don't know if he was in dunkirk but that was like a supporting role nothing huge okay
1: yeah i mean i haven't seen dunkirk but you know for harry styles in a leading role this this movie i i mean he killed it i i really enjoy him as an actor um you know i'm not like a huge fan of him you know music wise and everything but um i think he definitely is good at swapping the roles of you know musician and actor um olivia wilde i you know i don't like her in person (laughs) but like i think she did a great job i also saw um book smart this year too um just a couple months ago and i was blown away by that too so i definitely love what olivia wilde puts out there as far as uh you know movies and stuff um i actually listened to a interview with her on um justin long's podcast too and it was actually pretty interesting i I was very uh intrigued by it and everything so but um yeah i mean this movie's great i would definitely without a doubt watch it um i mean i i would watch it once a month it's so good um so i mean if you guys haven't seen it yet definitely see it uh it's it's worth a watch even if you don't like it um but i think that you probably would love it
0: all right andrew
4: my number one even if i did see 10 films this year i really feel like would be the batman and it is as of it stands the batman is just something that impressed the fuck out of me when we went and saw it in theaters i had a blast i was just intrigued by every single moment in the film it's three hours, but it does not feel like three hours at all. It's the best part about it. Like, right. the time that is on the clock for this film, every single scene hits. And that's what I love most about it. Robert Pattinson is Batman, Bruce Wayne. Like, I did not see it coming. I was absolutely blown away by the, just the masterclass of a performance he delivered. Um, like, even Zoe Kravitz is Selena Kyle, Paul Deneau is the Riddler. I mean, Fuck, Colin Farrell's makeup as the Penguin should 100% be Oscar-worthy for in itself. So I mean, just everything about this film I loved so much. I went back. It's one of the few films that I've seen in theaters this year, and went back and seen a couple of times over. Um, just it's easily my favorite Batman film. As much as I like The Dark Knight, this is this is number one. So I think it's probably this number one. Honestly, Mask of Phantasm number two and Dark Knight number three. But this is not a discussion about that. We'll get into that later when we actually sit down and do a podcast on this film that isn't, you know, what it was. But um, just everything about it, man, Just this film is just master class and it's categorically fantastic. So I, I can't wait to like go back and watch this film five, ten years down the line and look back at it and be like, damn, they really went this hard with Batman. And I appreciate every single moment of it
2: all right so my number one um was a complete shock to me uh this is a movie that when it was first announced i was like oh i'm never going to see that um and then they named the director and i'm like oh this is a guy who i'm actually really interested in his work and he doesn't put stuff out all that often so i might have to watch this when it comes out and then uh it got slapped with an NC-17 rating, and I'm like, mm, now I'm, I'm even more interested. And then it came out, and the reactions were so fucking harsh and so polarizing that I absolutely had to see it at that point. I'm um, talking about Andrew Dominic's blonde, uh, the Marilyn Monroe. It's not a biopic so much, um, although that's what you would think it is. It takes the Marilyn Monroe persona in her life and, and kind of tells a story using that. So it manipulates facts. And I mean, there's just some shit that's, that's beyond ridiculous, but is is also beyond entertaining. Um, I'm not sure it's a good movie, but it's the most fun I had watching something this year. Um, I laughed from start to finish. It's schlocky as fuck um but it's beautifully well made um you know if you've seen an Andrew Dominic movie uh uh, the uh the Jesse the, the the assassination of Jesse James or uh killing them softly or chopper you know the guy's got a strong visual sense um so it looks great and um yeah I mean it's I I'm saying it's the new mommy dearest so for people that are fans of mommy dearest is just like this schlocky funny movie um i think this is the new version of that but i'm not sure that this is going to catch on like that because with viewing being so fragmented now this is a netflix movie so it's not the sort of thing that you're going to just stumble across on cable and go eh, there's nothing else so and I'll, I'll watch this for a few minutes and can turn it off and then you end up getting sucked into it which is, I think, probably would happen for a lot of people with Mommy Dearest. I, this isn't going to have that same opportunity, but I, you should really seek it out if you like that sort of thing. Again, I, I'm not going to tell you it's a good movie, and if you're a Marilyn Monroe fan, um, or even, like, I, I can see why women hate this movie. It's not it's not a very pro-woman movie. It, it's, it's very misogynistic. That's the point, but... Um, I can see why women are turned off by this movie. I think if you can get beyond that and, and just see it for how ridiculous, uh, you know, it, it's so on the nose and um, takes itself way too seriously, which just ends up bending into this really comedic thing. Um, it was just the funniest thing that I've seen this year, and I, and I absolutely loved it.
5: Yeah, that's one I've been wanting to watch. I just haven't had the time to commit to it. <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's, a commitment. it's three hours, but I mean, um it's. I've been trying to squeeze in another viewing of it, but there's so much other shit I want to see. It's like goddamn, if this thing wasn't three hours, I would have watched it five times by now.
5: Yeah, because it like movies like that intrigue me as well. <laughs> it's just like such strange, fucking offbeat. I don't want to say train wreck, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, what the fuck were they thinking? Yeah. But I'm enjoying it. It is. It's totally
2: <laughs> that movie from start to finish.
5: Yeah. And I love Mommy Dearest. So, uh, yeah, I- I'm sold without even seeing it. <laughs> hey, it might be my number one. I don't know. Maybe we'll go back and amend it <laughs> later after we've all watched more movies. Uh, but anyway, my number one, it's been my number one ever since I watched it. Uh, anybody who knows me can probably fucking guess what my number one's going to be. Uh, And that's the Batman. Um, I love the movie. I think the opening to this movie is probably my favorite scene of any Batman movie ever put to film. I think the opening is just so strong, so atmospheric. The music's on point. Uh, I just, I, I mean, I love the whole movie as a whole, but just that opening where we're introduced to the Riddler and to Batman, I think is probably the strongest Batman material ever put, at least live action on film. Um, and you know, the third act, like the ending to the movie loses me a little bit. I actually think, uh, it would have been better if they went with like a dark Watchman type ending where the Riddler wins and the movie ends, but I can understand why they wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, I don't necessarily blame them for that. I think the movie's solid, uh, overall, obviously my favorite film. I think it nails, uh, the Batman tone. I think it nails the Batman Jim Gordon relationship. Um... You know, there's some parts that missed. Uh, Like, I love Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think he was very strong. Uh, Movies lacking on Bruce Wayne, which some people might say, well, don't you want to see Batman? Yeah, but I mean, I would also like to see the other side a little bit. I think that's actually where the Nolan films did pretty well. I actually really like Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne. Not so much Batman, but Bruce Wayne. And I think those films actually did it way better as far as the Bruce Wayne side. So I was missing that a little bit. I don't think it's a perfect Batman film. I don't think any Batman movie is perfect. I think it's captured the Batman and detective side the best. I mean, he's the world's greatest detective, and it actually, he was a detective in this movie, not just beating the shit out of people the whole time. So I really appreciated that um, aspect, but I think it just neglected a little bit here or there. I still don't think it's perfect. I I still don't think it nails the comics uh, quite Right uh, the whole way, but uh it does a pretty good job. I love the music, uh you know, throughout. I love all the performances. I'm looking forward to seeing more. I'm glad it's, you know, getting more sequels. And yeah, Pattinson. Um, I would say my biggest con of the whole movie is I didn't like either mask. I didn't like the Batman mask. I didn't like the Catwoman fucking ski mask either. I didn't like either of those. I think they were kind of shitty. I know they were going for more realistic, but come on, it's fucking Batman put him in a halfway decent mask and put Catwoman and either don't have her do anything or have her do a halfway decent mask as well. They're both kind of shit.
2: I like the Catwoman mask because it was, it. she, I don't think she wasn't in the dark Knight returns. I think it was <coughs> the dark Knight strikes back. I think it was the second one that had Catwoman and that's and her mask looked like that in the graphic novel. So I thought that was a really cool nod. It was either the second or the third of the, uh, the Batman, great the the frank miller ones and uh i thought they did a really good job of
5: capture capturing that look yeah i think i forgot about that because i'm actually not a fan of like the follow-ups like i like dark knight returns they're not good though any of the follow-ups frank miller did are not good but i've read most of them but yeah i just love the movie i mean it, it You know, there's just so much good. I'm a huge Matt Reeves fan. I love the um, Planet of the Apes. Uh, Well, I know he didn't do the first one, but I love the second two Planet of the Apes uh, prequels. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, where they take the sequels. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited. But, yeah, Batman, my favorite character of all time. This movie... I don't know if it's my favorite Batman movie, but it's definitely tied. Uh, It's pretty damn close. And I've watched, you know, this three-hour movie seven or eight times. So that tells you my limited time schedule between work, being a dad, and doing this. Uh, The fact that I devoted literally an entire day of my year to watching Batman. (laughs) Like, the live-action Batman. I've watched other Batman shit this year, too. So Uh, the fact that I devoted that much to watching it just... Says how enjoyable it was, and I loved it. I love the Batmobile too. I love the fucking hot rod aspect. That was cool. Why I want to throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, just a great movie, and I'm glad everybody gave a respect on here too.
0: All right, it's my number one. Huh? I
4: said it's my number one.
0: Yeah. Well, out of four. Um.
3: <laughs> <laughs> out of four. <laughs>
0: And now that I've had time to tally up all of our individual results and average out some titles, it is time to reveal the top five film effect favorites of 2022, the official top five films of the year, according to the podcast collectively. And here we go. Number five is a tie between Halloween Ends and The Northmen. Number four, The Banshees of Anishirin. Number three clark's three number two don't worry darling and the top film of 2022 according to the film effect podcast is the batman and those are the film effect favorites of 2022 we hope you guys enjoyed this special edition of the podcast in case you're new here because you're a fan of hearing other people's favorite films of the year then welcome you can also enjoy all 132 of our previous episodes from the Archive on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podbean, Breaker, Stitch, or any other platform out there that I forgot to mention. Also, be sure to follow us on either Twitter or Facebook because we got a lot of great stuff coming up soon. And uh, just make sure you're in the know as uh, all the information drops in the coming weeks. Later this week, we'll be bringing in the new year with, film, with each of us hosting our own editions of the Film Effect podcast throughout January. Beginning with yours truly this week, as I chose James Wan's insanely criminally underrated death sentence to kick off 2023 on the Film Effect podcast, and we hope you are also enjoying our Go episode that also dropped this weekend as the final episode of 2022 on the main feed. As always, I want to thank my co-hosts and our listeners for everything. There wouldn't be a Film Effect without the listeners or the co host So happy New Year! Here's to a top-notch 2023 full of epic episodes, legendary memories, and endless good times. Cheers. Until later on this week when we officially kick off 2023,
1: I'm Ed. I'm Jocelyn.
2: I'm Andrew. I'm Justin. And I'm Corey.
3: This
0: has been our Film Effect Favorites of 2022. See you next year, everyone. Waka waka.
3: Thank you, bye.